Welcome to another episode of Mindful Monday. I've got my calm voice on because it's mindful stuff. So I haven't actually got a quote today to share, but I wanted to talk about money. Now, money is, you know, a topic that has many facets, many angles, many kind of varying um sort of approaches and beliefs and different religious and cultural beliefs and historical and all sorts of stuff and it's fascinating um rob moore has a really good book on it funnily enough called money um it's actually really really good um and quite interesting just to learn about the history of money um but i kind of want to talk today about i guess the perception of money and how it's not less important than you think but it's it's something that we should focus on less. Now, you know, I work in recruitment and generally speaking, you know, if you're in a recruitment agency, your performance is measured really by how much you contribute to the bottom line, like any sales role. And that's that's fine. That's natural because that's what the job is. You know, if you're not paying for your seat, then, you know, <laughs> there will be a seat no more. And yes, that's an old school mentality. Um, that is still in sales and still in recruitment not all of it but a, you know a lot of it and it's quite easy to measure a recruiter's activity by saying okay how much did you bill mm-hmm. okay how you know how many calls are you making it's so easy to measure it in numerical terms money and kpis and activity that you know for me working in recruitment for two years in my own business no one was nagging me or, or saying to me oh how much are you billing what are you doing but I was competing with myself. I was competing with the bills to pay. I was competing with living expenses. Um, you know, just general, like life that was saying to me, hold on a minute, you're only making this much a month, but other recruiters are doing this much and you're doing this. And, you know, for a while, I really focused on the money, which I think, you know, any recruiters listening, you're going to have gone through this or are going through it or will keep this. But you go through that phase where you're like, oh, I'm not making enough money. I need to focus on the money. How do I make that eight grand placement? How do I make that 20 grand placement? How, how do I do this? Like, and you just focus so much on that money. And often, I mean, you, you don't get it because you're not focused on the quality of delivery or client satisfaction or candidate experience or any of these things that matter in actually delivering the money. And what this example highlights is, you know, as humans, we we can't focus on 10 things at once, but we can focus on a couple. But really, we can focus on one thing 100% all of the time. The second we throw other things in there, you know, it gets, it gets difficult for us naturally. But that's fine. We can multitask. Now, when we focus on one thing, often other things can kind of lag behind. Focus on your job, your career, your work. Your relationships might lag behind. Focus on your relationships and your work might lag behind. Focus on reading and personal development then your actual, you know, physical development to buy properties and to expand your business can lack. And so, you know, we we see those parallels reflected in money. If you focus on just getting money, it's not going to give you the best results. Now, let's zoom out a little bit. If we look at big brands in the world, um, Apple, Android, Nike, um, those little clips that, that put your um you can put on bread to close them and that's not a big brand but it's a useful brand um coca-cola whatever all of these brands and as, as much as we may not think that coca-cola is solving a problem you know they're all solving meaningful problems um and it goes with any sort of business really i mean a marketing agency 
solving marketing problems, a accountancy firm solving your your bad math skills and helping you kind of um, make more money from your money. Um, now, these sort of things, you know, these sort of businesses, sorry, are solving problems. And, you know, the, the biggest businesses, the most successful ones are the ones that solve meaningful problems and they solve them well with high quality, high integrity and honesty and many other kind of positive characteristics. But if, if they just stop that and said, actually, you know what? Yeah, you know, we treat our customers well and all that. We're making money, but hey, let's make some more. And they focused on just that and said, all right, cost, cuts, um, not cost, cut costs, you know, increase uh, margins, lay off some staff, do this, do that, increase KPIs. What's going to happen? Staff are going to be unhappy. Customers are going to be unhappy. They may make more money. Absolutely, they may. But in the long term, it's not going to last because customers are going to have their products, their their services, whatever it is, and, and say, actually, this isn't the same quality that I'm used to with this brand. What am I paying for? Let me go to a competitor because you can bet your last pound that there is a competitor rate waiting right behind you for the second you slip up to come and grab that customer off you. You can bet in any industry, I don't care how niche it is, there is someone waiting behind you. And if you're not servicing well and you're in front of that queue, you're about to fall over and head to the back of that queue because there's a lot of people behind you who will service that. Now, how does this relate to money? And in particular, money and you and your experiences. Well, if we're in property, again, it's quite easy to judge ourselves by money. Okay, I need £5,000 a month net income from properties to be you know, financially free and have fun in my life. Cool. And you kind of have that mindset where you say, I'll be happy when... I'll be happy if, when this happens, I'm going to celebrate, I'm going to be happy. And it's like, well, no, like, don't wait for that moment to be happy. Because when it happens, I bet you're not going to be happy. You're going to say, oh, that was all right. Let's do three more. Right. And so it's not I'll be happy when I'll be happy if it's I'm happy now and I'm loving the journey and I'm enjoying it. I'll be, you know, when when something happens, I'm going to celebrate. I'll be satisfied. But I'm happy and content nonetheless. Um, and that's the first kind of I think I'd like to share is that when you have that mindset of, you know, I'm happy regardless, the journey is important. When these things come around, you're a lot happier. And also you realize you don't need external things necessarily to be genuinely deeply content, especially not, you know, materialistic things like money. Um, and my second point is, yes, have that goal, focus on what you want from property or business, but don't let that be the driving force. You know, when you buy a property, yeah, you can think, oh, this is going to make me that much money. Yeah, rub your hands together. Yeah, I can't wait. Money. What you should be thinking is, this is going to be an amazing project. I'm going to give someone a home. I'm going to make this a beautiful HMO interior. I'm going to commercially convert these ugly office buildings into these flats and, and help the housing crisis. I'm going to you know, make better quality HMO rooms that are bigger with communal space in a competitive market because, yes, I want to stand out and, yes, the money is there, but actually I want to do something different and meaningful and build a brand from it. And when you do those things meaningfully, the money always follows. If you're solving meaningful problems, you're doing it well with high quality, the money follows. So don't focus on the money. And my business partner, Aaron, said something to me the other day. He went to Thailand, changed his life, allegedly. Um, don't ask me what happened, but he came back a change man. Um, and he said, Hedge, if there was another zero at the end of my bank account, you know, would I be much happier? Not really. And that's powerful because, 
you know, another zero on anyone's bank account, you know, is a, is a lot of money, right? Um, and I kind of thought that that's really interesting. And, and, and I kind of reflected back to when I kind of had that thought. And I said to him, yo, like, I had this, you know, a few, I don't know, six months or so back. And it stemmed from actually just getting a new sort of job. I'm a contractor sometimes, so I'm contracting. And kind of having a social environment that is incredibly fun. I love my job. I love the people. We have such fun every single day. And I just thought, actually, these soft experiences, these things that really don't cost much. You know, Nando's costs a tenner. Frank and Manga costs, well, it cost me 20 because I eat so much pizza. But moral of the story is these things do not cost a lot of money. But the experiences that come from money are what you remember. You know, you don't, you know, for example, you go to a party on Friday night. You have an amazing time with your friends. You drink, you don't drink, whatever it is. You create amazing memories. You're dancing the night away, as cheesy as that sounds. You then get in your Lamborghini to drive home. You get home, you go to bed. What are you thinking about? Are you thinking about the V8 roaring behind your head? Or actually, that whole time you were driving, could all you all you could hear was probably the memories of the night, and your mind was thinking about how it made you feel. And if you do have a Lamborghini, try this next time you go to a party, and let me know what you think. Um, because I think that it's all about how we feel. And, and money affords us literally physically the ability to do things like go on holidays like kind of travel to nice places like eat good food and and kind of be in nice places but at the same time you could be in a pub sipping an orange juice for three quid actually no it's probably like 10 in in london with your best mates having the best time ever and you could be a millionaire billionaire zero air but you would still leave there with the same feelings and you would still remember that the same you know, money's not going to comfort you at night. Like, it's not going to be there when you need it most. It's not going to be a shoulder to cry on, you know. It's not going to keep you warm. As much as Pablo Escobar used his money to keep him warm, you know, your money ain't going to keep you warm. And so, by not focusing on the money in terms of our goals, and now again, I need to caveat this. Yes, you might, you should have a monetary goal, in my opinion. But in terms of how you execute things and you speak to people, it's not about the money. When you speak to vendors, when you speak to clients and investors, they're going to hear something in your voice and they're not going to like it. Like, it's like when you, you know, you do something or, you know, someone sends you an email and says, hey, um, I've got a referral for you for something. And they say, P.S., you're going to sort me out, yeah? It's like, yes, I am. But the fact that you asked that made me really not want to sort you out. Maybe I'm just precious. I don't know. But you know, I know people who, I've got a guy called Johnny Palmer, he, like, he sort of refers me to solicitors that that are specialists to what I need from them in property. And so far, you know, the one I've worked with has been fantastic. And I refer him to every single person who says I need a good solicitor, because I know that he's done well with me, and he's a mate. And I don't ask for anything in return, you know, whether him or anyone I refer gets... (laughs) 50 quid 100 quid for introducing someone i don't need that like we can help each other without asking for things in return and a bit of a tangent there but that then goes back to the point of don't focus on the money focus on the relationship the quality and the delivery the money will follow do you think if you're not a world-class designer a world-class social media expert a a huge property tycoon like rob moore like samazuchi like samuel leaves that the money is not going to follow The money is following these guys like a shadow. Believe that, 
right? Because of the quality they deliver and the quality anyone delivers. Look at Gary Vaynerchuk. Yes, his content, you know, not necessarily always the most useful, but he generally helps so many people with so many things. Like the money follows him around like a shadow. So that's, you know, what I wanted to share is, especially when you're new, um, it can be easy to focus on that money. And look, I don't have a mortgage yet or kids or puppies, which is sad. I want puppies or cats or tortoises or billy goats or, you know, like a car on lease or even a car that costs that much to maintain because I fix it myself. I haven't got these kind of um, worries and uh, liabilities, I guess, that other people may have. So it's easy for me to say this, you know, don't focus on the money. But despite those situations, in your day-to-day, in everything you execute, do not focus on the money, focus on the success, focus on the results. Um, and I've said this so much during this podcast, I'm getting bored of my own voice, God. Um, but yeah, I wanted to share that with you that, like I said, there's no quote for today. Um, but again, I hope this has been useful. This is a four-part series, so this will be one of the episodes. And if people don't like it, I'm going to stop it. If they do, I'm going to carry on, you know, pretending I'm a stoic philosopher. <laughs> Take care, everyone.